Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Have you ever heard the phrase, you don't need to go to church to be a Christian? Probably a lot. It's become fashionable in recent years to trivialize church. In much the same way, it's become trendy to go it alone by objecting to organized religion. Slogans show up on social media saying, it's possible to believe in God without taking part in organized religion. And it's hard not to nod our heads in agreement, but it's worth taking a closer look at these cliches. It's hard to object to the idea of structure and planning when we take a closer look at our Savior's work. In fact, it would be hard to describe it in any other way than organized. Jesus called 12 disciples. When he sent a group out into Perea, Luke tells us he set aside 72 workers who were sent out two by two. Jesus himself was regular in worship, as Luke reminds us. On the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue as was his custom. And when Paul describes the church in Ephesians, he points to God's people and members of God's household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. What the complaint often boils down to is all the negative examples we see around us of corruption. And that's understandable. Televangelists on the take, moral lapses among clergy, embezzlement, hypocrisy, gossip, and so much more have left many disillusioned. However, this can't come as a surprise, living in a sinful world. Take a look at the Pharisees in Jesus' day. And even John tells us that Judas was a thief. As a keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put in it. And yet the other disciples didn't wander off on their own as a result of this wayward disciple. It's easy to slide into the thinking, I can pray on my own. I can love God on my own. So why do I need anyone else? We may even feel noble distancing ourselves from others as the cliches and memes on social media seem to indicate. But the adversary likes it when you and I wander from the flock. Sin separates, and the devil likes it when we're alone. It makes us easier to pick off, like a wolf preying on sheep at the edge of a field. The truth is, God calls us into community. Jesus likens us to branches on a vine, parts of a body, family. Rather than sending us out to find him apart from others, he gathers us together, as Paul notes in Colossians, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thanksgiving. The confusion about church today comes when we ask, what can I do in church that I can't do at home? I can sing hymns in the garage. I can pray at the cottage. It's true. But gathering in worship has more to do with what Christ does for us than it is about what you and I do for him. In worship, God feeds us, not only with his word, read and proclaimed and sung together in the liturgy, but also in the Lord's Supper. As you and I gather at the Lord's table, he feeds and strengthens us with the very body and blood he shed for us on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. He reminds us of the grace given to us in our baptism as we witness others being baptized and give thanks to God that he continues to enlarge his family of faith and pray for their continued growth. So the writer invites you and me saying, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. It's a difficult world and there are plenty of reasons to be disenchanted or discouraged, but the days of this life are short and the glorious day of our Lord's return is coming on the horizon. So the writer reminds us to keep this in focus. And as St. Paul notes in 1 Thessalonians, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Let us pray. 
Loving Savior, as you strengthen us in worship, in word and sacrament, thank you also for the welcome opportunities to encourage and be encouraged as we gather in your name. Amen. Dear friends, Thanksgiving is coming up next week, and you're invited to check out the free Thanksgiving e-cards on our website and share them with family and friends. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.